if it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. This story is incredibly difficult to talk about, but yesterday, students at Montgomery High School were released early following a fatal stabbing on campus. Two 16-year-old students were involved in a physical altercation, which tragically led to one student's death and left another injured. According to Santa Rosa Police Chief John Cregan, a 15-year-old boy is in custody in connection with the stabbing. The school administration is working closely with law enforcement at this time to determine the cause of the fight and the death. This tragic incident has understandably raised a bunch of concerns among parents and students as well, but they want to address everybody and they want to know that they want the parents and the students to know that they're taking all necessary measures to address the situation. Our thoughts are with the families and the loved ones and the students all affected by this tragedy. And here on the show, we're going to continue to provide updates as more information becomes available. In other news, this Saturday, Netflix is airing the first ever live stand-up event on their streaming service, which features Chris Rock's highly anticipated special. The show promises to be a night to remember with a star-studded lineup of comedians. Before the show, The Daily Show's Ronnie Chang will host a pre-show with commentary from some of the biggest names in comedy, including Jerry Seinfeld and Amy Schumer. Arsenio Hall, Dion Cole, and Leslie Jones will also be featured, making it a huge night leading up to Chris Rock's performance. And following Chris Rock's performance, a post-show, by the way, again, this will all be live, will be hosted by David Spade and Dana Carvey, featuring guest appearances from J.B. Smoove and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So mark your calendars and tune in this Saturday at 7 p.m. to catch Chris Rock's live Netflix special. In country music news earlier this week, Tim McGraw used a playlist to tease a surprise that would be revealed on March 10th. Well... <laughs> March 10th wasn't the date that Tim McGraw made an announcement. Fans noticed that the playlist had a secret message that said standing room only. And Tim couldn't keep that secret any longer. Yesterday, Tim McGraw revealed that it's a brand new song and he asked friends to pre-save it. And you can find that full story right now, froggy929.com. With Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. What was your first paycheck splurge? Getting that first paycheck, it's incredibly exciting, it's incredibly intoxicating, especially when you're a musician like Keith Urban. Keith Urban says that he blew his first royalty check on a used car. Keith said, I really wanted an Impala SS, mid-90s, 94, somewhere around there. I got my first royalty check for $20,000, and this car I wanted was $23,000. I flew to North Carolina to get the car, hoping I could get the guy to come down to 20 grand because I don't have 23. I get there, I jump in the car, and there I am driving the car with this guy, and it's perfect. It took some negotiation, but I was able to get him down to 20K. Just want to say good job, Keith. Negotiating for a car is incredibly difficult. I'm glad you have that skill set. Personally, I don't have that skill set. Again, asking what was your first paycheck splurge. My first paycheck splurge was a car as well. When I got my first paycheck from Froggy, I went and bought a car because I desperately needed it. And no, it wasn't like an Impala SS like Keith Urban. It was just a Hyundai. <laughs> Something to get me from point A to point B. Someday I'd like to buy a really cool like muscle car or something like that. But you know, I was 22 years old. Not exactly in uh, that time of my life to do that. 
Um, but at the time, I was driving this Honda Civic. It, it, I think it was a 98, and it was on its last leg. Every time I got in the car, every, well, think about it this way. Every day I would wake up to come to work. It would be about four o'clock in the morning. I would have to pop open my hood and put coolant in my car because every time it started up, the radiator would spit it out. I just had a bad radiator and there'd definitely be times where I'd be going on the 101 and have to pull over to the side because my car was steaming with coolant everywhere and I had to wait for my car to cool down and then put everything in it. It was a mess. And speaking of the highway, the car shook physically shook every time I went on the highway. It was terrifying. And whenever I had people in it, they would freak out and I would just go, oh no, this is pretty normal. It just felt like the car was held together by gum. And for some reason, this is so weird. My One of my keys, my spare key was stuck in the driver's side lock. So I permanently <laughs> didn't have a car that locked because it was stuck in there. Fun times. I definitely upgraded my life since move, moving to Sonoma County, but want to hear from you. What was your first paycheck splurge? Give us a call, 707-636-1467. Again, the phone number is 636-1-HOP. Amber and Tanner On Demand on Froggy 92.9. I'm so tired. Where's a funny place that you have seen somebody fall asleep? I went and saw Creed 3 at the Roxy in Santa Rosa last night. And by the way, go watch it if you can. It's phenomenal. I spent the last seven years of my life living out my wildest dreams. Bianca. Rocky. My dad. This is built on their shoulders. When I was a kid, I was obsessed with the Rocky movies, so I've been following the Creed series closely. I mean, Michael B. Jordan does a phenomenal job. So I went and saw the movie at the Roxy in Santa Rosa last night, and I got the showtime wrong. I showed up about a half an hour early, and uh, I mean, previews haven't even started yet. And when I entered the theater, a guy was there completely passed out in his sleep. Like I said, I mean, the previews haven't even happened yet and this guy was already asleep. And I could tell that he just got there because the popcorn that was in his lap uh, was still new. I mean, I'm pretty sure the the butter was still steaming from his popcorn. And honestly, I feel like if an, an employee saw him, for a, if he was there from a previous movie, they probably would have woke him up, right? Right? Well, hopefully. <laughs> Could you imagine if he saw a movie at noon and just sat through like three movies? I mean, that would have been kind of hilarious. And uh, he snoo snored through the entire movie, by the way. <laughs> and uh, it just makes me laugh because this guy paid, you know, $15 to take a nap. And where's a funny place that you have seen somebody fall asleep? Nick, welcome to the show. What happened? I happened to, it was actually me. I pulled into okay. a drive through and I'm sitting there. It's kind of like later in the evening, right before they close. So I'm sitting there. Yeah. And they're talking to me. I'm just dozing because I put the car in park so it doesn't move, you know. And I'm just sitting there sleeping for like, five, say, probably half an hour. Yeah. They kept on trying to talk to me and stuff. And finally, somebody came out, knocked on my window, and I said, can I help you, sir? But we're closed. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, but I want to eat some food. It's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Feeling hot, Why is it spicy? Welcome to International Spice Day. When did you eat a food that was 
way too hot. So, <laughs> I don't eat spicy food. Honestly, some ketchups are a little too spicy for me. I mean, I just do not... I can't take it. I can't take the heat, so I get out of the kitchen. My freshman year in college, there was a guy from the football team that lived in my dorm, and he offered me a slice of pizza. And if you know me, you know that I never turn down free food. <laughs> and it had what I thought was pizza sauce on the top, and it turns out it was actually a hot sauce called Da Bomb, and you might have seen it on the interview series, The Hot Ones, and this spice will hurt you. <laughs> On the Scoville units of heat, I looked it up, Da Bomb is 119,700 units. And for reference, Ghost Pepper is just a little over 22,000. So imagine how hot Ghost Pepper is, and then imagine <laughs> over four times that. And I started sweating immediately. I mean, and there wasn't a little dab of hot sauce, it was covered in it. And I got sick immediately, I started panicking immediately, I ran to the bathroom immediately, and I actually missed class for two days because that's how hot this sauce was. I mean, my roommate was like, do we need to take you to a hospital? And I thought about it for a moment. And by the way, the, the football player that pranked me actually got kicked out the next quarter because he had bad grades, and honestly, I'd be a liar if I didn't think it was the world giving him justice of some kind. So I want to hear from you right now. When did you eat a food that was way too spicy? The food that was, you couldn't take the heat, so you had to get out of the kitchen. Rebecca from Rotor Park, what is your spice story? We were at the produce section, me and my daughter, uh -huh. and there was peppers. I was getting jalapeno, and I was like, oh my gosh, I've never tried these orange peppers. I wonder what they taste like. So I gave it to her and I was like, just oh, pop no. it. They're supposed to be sweet. Let me know if they're like a green pepper. So she pops it and she's eating it. And I noticed like the terror on her face because I had handed her a habanero pepper. <gasps> they're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9 with Amber and Tanner in the morning, it's time to put on a smile. Here's a story that's going to remind you of the power of social media and how social media can be a positive place. I hear all the time that people hate social media, there's nothing but negativity there, but this story might change your mind a little bit. Back in 2012, a man in Vermont, his name is Lloyd Devereux Richards, he published a novel called Stone Maidens, but the book didn't sell well. And as of last week, it was ranked 1,452nd among thriller and suspense novels on Amazon. He's 74 years old now, and he sort of gave up on the project. But two weeks ago, his daughter posted a TikTok of him at his desk, and it would be great if he could get some sales. She talked about how her father sacrificed his dream of writing a book so he could raise a family, and how much she respected him, and how it took nearly 20 years for him to finally finish his book. The other day, this guy's book called Stone Maidens hit number one on Amazon's bestsellers list. Again, it goes to show the power of social media. A surgeon in Philadelphia, his name is Adam, recently talked about a recent transplant that almost didn't happen. Last fall, his patient was set to receive a new liver, but the car transporting it got stuck in traffic during the Philadelphia Marathon. So Adam left the hospital. He jumped into action. He basically joined the marathon and ran half a mile in his scrubs to get to the car. 
A cop actually drove him back and the surgery was a major success. Here is the patient talking about how thankful he is for his surgeon going above and beyond. I'm grateful to what he did, you know, because if he hadn't have gotten in me, I wouldn't have got the liver and I would have been back waiting again. And who knows what would have transpired, you know, between that time. So we had snow in Sonoma, Napa, and Lake Counties last week. We know that driving in the snow can be a mess. And if it ever snows here again, my advice would be when it comes to driving, take your time and be patient. A man in Portland, his name is John, is getting a lot of praise for his selfless act of helping over 20 drivers that were stuck on an icy off-ramp during a snowstorm. He and his friend Alec lent a hand to all of the commuters struggling to navigate the slick roads. Here he is right now. The off-ramp absolutely decimated. There was 20-plus cars stuck. I just really enjoy helping people. And, you know, every time there's a big snowstorm, an ice storm. I had been sitting for about seven hours. You know, there was a car trying to get up a hill, and the first thing we did was ask them if they wanted help, and eventually we ended up pulling them out. And after that, he just kind of decided that's what we're going to do for the night. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Just wanted to give you an update about the situation at Montgomery High School. Classes are going to be canceled for the rest of the week because yesterday, students at Montgomery High School were released early following a fatal stabbing on campus. Two 16-year-old students were involved in a physical altercation, which tragically led to one student's death and left another injured. There were about 30 other people in the class at the time, including 27 students, um, but no other reported injuries. I mean, this is just terribly, terribly, terribly tragic. If you are a friend or family member or anybody at Montgomery High, just know that my thoughts and my prayers are with you and I can't imagine what you are going through and what you're experiencing in this moment. And just know if you need a shoulder to lean on or anybody to talk to, I'm here for you. I got your back. You can send us a message anytime on Facebook or Instagram at Froggy929 or or give me a call 707-636-1467. According to the Santa Rosa Police Chief, a 15-year-old boy is in custody in connection with the stabbing. He said investigators believe three students involved in the fatal stabbing had been involved in several altercations in the past couple of weeks, but none of those incidents led to 911 calls. The school administration is working closely with law enforcement to determine the cause of the fight and the death. This tragic incident has understandably raised a bunch of concerns among parents and students, but they want everybody to know that they are taking all necessary measures to address the situation. Again, our thoughts are with the families and the loved ones of affected by this tragedy and we're going to continue to provide updates as more information becomes available. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. There's a rumor going around Nashville right now that there may or may not be a new biopic in the works and it's all about the legend Dolly Parton. Now, 
Now, the rumor is, is that Dolly would be an executive producer of the project, which means that her true story would be told. And I think that's awesome. I think that's great. And a lot of times, biopics are made without the people that they are about, and they aren't necessarily a true depiction of that person. Like, for example, there were a bunch of complaints about when Rami Malek turned into Freddie Mercury of Queen in the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. By the way, I thought Rami did fantastic in that movie. I thought it was great. One of my favorite movies that came out that year. But question, who should play Dolly Parton? I mean, those are some big shoes or I guess big heels to step in. Uh, my choice that I'm going to have to pick for who would play Dolly Parton in a biopic would definitely be Miley Cyrus. I just think Miley would do the role justice. No actor or even musician knows Dolly Parton like Miley does. Dolly is her godmother, and they're still extremely close to this day. A report came out last week that Dolly loves Miley, however, she'll never eat her cooking. <laughs> uh, you know, I will say though that Miley Cyrus hasn't had any acting roles since Hannah Montana, but overall, I just think she would be really great uh, to play Dolly Parton in a biopic. Getting some responses on our Froggy Instagram story, you can find us at Froggy929. Asking who should play the queen of country music, Dolly Parton, in a biopic. Some responses. Rolling in right now, Rachel from Runner Park said, The only answer is Lainey Wilson. Well, Lainey has been in Yellowstone recently, so she's got some acting chops. Kelly from Santa Rosa said, Lorna Lena, who is starting her acting journey. And Lynn from Petaluma said, Reese Witherspoon. Catching the... Catching the... With these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be calling Steph and Barry Martindale is going to be representing her apartment complex today. Hello? Hi, is this Steph? Uh, yeah. Barry Martindale, I'm calling on behalf of apartments okay i'm calling to inform you that new stairs is going to be built at your residence i understand the stairs there are a little bit difficult uh yeah yeah they've they've been falling apart as of late so yeah we received a good thing we received your note about it and we are going to make this a top priority we just want to assure you of that great thank you that's uh really good news I am calling you to inform you that construction is going to take place uh, starting next Wednesday, and it's going to take about four weeks. Four weeks for the stairs to... Yeah, which means that you're not going to have access to stairs uh, for the next four weeks. But we do have a plan. The plan is we're going to install a metal slide at your residence in the meantime. I'm sorry, a a slide? Yeah, we're going to install slides at all the residences. I'm sorry, like like a kid's playground? Slide? Yeah, you have the option to have a metal slide that goes straight down or one that twirls. Um, I'm sorry. Why why couldn't you just do temporary stairs as you as you or just go one stair at a time? Like why can't you we repair hear, a stair? And- we here at the apartment complex feel we feel like this could be an opportunity for you and other residents to embrace your inner child. I don't really need to do that. I just need stairs to get down. I don't want to like leave my apartment and have to slide down the slide. And how, 
How would I even get up it? I have a study in front of me that says if an adult uses a slide once a week, that their life expectancy increases by 40 minutes. I mean, Steph, don't you want 40 more minutes of this beautiful life? No, I'm actually good with letting that 40 minutes go. I really prefer stairs. Have, have other people in the building heard about this slide idea? Uh, yeah, overwhelming positive responses over here. Okay, well, I have to go to work and, like, wear, you know, high heel shoes, so I don't know how you, how I'm going to slide up a slide, even if I take my shoes off in nylons. How am I going to get up to my apartment in nylons from a slide? This is, I, I don't think, like, you're really embracing, like, we pay rent. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. <gasps> oh my God. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. The rodeo. How about the rodeo? Rodeo? At a rodeo. It's ropes and the reins and the joy and the pain and they call the thing a rodeo. Ain't my first rodeo. The Houston Livestock Show is this week and it runs through March 19th and it's the largest indoor rodeo in the world. And I actually have a buddy that lives in Houston. He's posted a bunch of pictures of the Houston Rodeo and Livestock Show on Facebook. And I got to tell you, it looks nuts. I mean, imagine the Sonoma County Fair on a Super Bowl level. That's what this rodeo looks like. I don't think there's going to be a performance from Rihanna, though. (laughs) So here's a question for you. Do you think that you could ride an angry bull for eight seconds without falling off? That's how long you have to stay on to score points. This is how confident we are in the United States. Just over one in five Americans said, yeah, I can ride a bull for more than eight seconds. 21% think they could stay on. 26% of men and 16% of women. Almost all of those people are relatively young. Only about 5% of people over 45 said yes. And I am very, very confident saying that there is no way (laughs) that I could ride a bull for eight seconds. Are you kidding me? One time in Nashville, I had one whiskey too many and thought about riding a mechanical bull at a bar. I jumped on. The crowd was cheering me on. Tanner, Tanner. And this was my moment. I lasted about two seconds before the operator threw me off. (laughs) And everybody in the crowd was disappointed. I had a bunch of friends there. And I I gotta be honest, I was too. Because that two-second ride was $30. (laughs) Do you think you could ride a bull for eight seconds? Here's what you said on the Froggy Facebook page yesterday. Teresa from Petaluma said one in five bull riders can't even ride a bull for eight seconds. That's a great point. John from Cloverdale said, I actually tried it one time. Some young friends and I entered a rodeo, but when it came to my turn, seeing the actual size and fury of the beast, I got a chill. But I did go through with it. Only the idea of it, as soon as they opened the gate, I'm going to bail and run and get away from it as fast as I can. Well, it took 3.1 seconds just to get off, but everybody told me good ride, so I got that to brag about. (laughs) Thank you, John, for your comment. And Jenna from Santa Rosa said, people who have ridden bulls have told me it's actually easier than a mechanical bull. If that's true, I could probably make it. I have no way of knowing if they're telling me the truth, though. Wake up. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country.
You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Might, might, might answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. Here's today's Mindbender. 36% of women never get rid of this. What is it? Clue number one, it is something they wear. Clue number two, not a dress. And here is your final clue, blue. Katie from Windsor, what is your guess for today's Mindbender? Um, a pair of jeans from high school. That is, believe it or not, correct. Congratulations <laughs> to you. <laughs> that is funny. I got to ask you, though, do you still have jeans from high school? I do. That's why I guessed you. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> jeans was the correct answer, and you're going to see Lauren, Elena, and Pentatonix at the Shoreline Amphitheater yeah, thanks to which morning show? Froggy 92.9 with Amber and Tanner in the morning. I never stay in home. At what age should you buy real furniture? Adult stuff. Adult stuff. Adult stuff. Good. Let's go buy some furniture. So... Having to grow up and be an adult. When you move out on your own, you take things from friends and family and buy basically anything you can afford. Or if you're like me when I was a young man, you pick things up off the street, find a street corner where (laughs) there's an apartment or something, and that becomes a a treasure mine. The furniture may serve you well at that time, but at some point, experts believe that you need to buy what's called real furniture. And they say that you should buy real furniture when you're 28 years old. And that includes fast furniture as well. Basically what fast furniture is, it's mass made, cheaply produced, you probably bought it on Amazon. Uh, But they're saying that 28 is that age where you pick up pieces of furniture that you will keep for the rest of your life and possibly even pass on to your family. How many pieces of real furniture do you have? How many do I have? I have one, (laughs) one piece of real furniture, and I'm not quite 28 yet, uh, but I didn't even buy it. It, It's a chest that my grandpa bought when he returned from the Korean War when he was 23 year old. And this chest is one of my most cherished items. I've had it since I was probably 16, and I am never getting rid of it. I don't care how torn apart it is. I don't care what happens to it. I am keeping it. I will fix it myself, or at least try to. Uh, You go into a store, you know, to buy real furniture, and the store will say final sale and you look and the t- and the cost of the couch is like two grand and you think to yourself this is the final sale are you kidding me right now personally i think 28 years old is a little too young to buy what experts are calling real furniture i'm gonna go with 35 yeah i'm gonna go with 35 what do you think amber and tanner on demand on froggy 92.9